Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is a this is a gentleman I consider a friend of the show. I just got to hang out with him a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Say hello to Tom Arnold. Tom, how are you, buddy? Hey, buddy. How are you, man? You know, it's funny because people on Twitter, you know, you have your lineup. And then people are thinking, is it really me or is it going to be, uh, what's the guy that does Craig, the Craig, that, Craig, yeah, guys. Yeah, and I, and I was like, I think it's going to be me. <laughs> it is me, right? Let me tell you, I want to play a little bit for you. Do you want to hear it when we, when we fold Steve-O? Oh, gosh. Okay, go for it. Let go me, for uh, it. I got to figure out how can I play this now. This is, I'll oh, tell I owe you, we, we sold out completely because of you. So oh, we, we sold out all our tickets because of you 100%. So thank you again. I had a great time, and, and it got me to uh, to get a good relationship now with Tom Green, who has been uh, very cool and got to hang out with Tom He's Arnold. A nice guy. Yeah, he was very nice. And then, uh, and Steve O and his merchandise cavalcade. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're, oh, my God. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh, my God. <laughs> so Steve, as, as you know, has been sober uh, for some time, not as long yeah. as Tom. And uh, yes. Tom will tell you, and so will Steve. Tom is one of those guys where, if you if you find out that another one of your friends is falling off the wagon or having a time, you'll go over there and help them out. I mean, you're you're yeah, real yeah, yeah. you're serious about it. And uh, yeah, it was Steve too. Yeah, when he was first. Uh you know, yeah, 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 hundred <laughs> percent. And Steve was one of those guys where I thought there's no way he'd ever make it. Uh, I yeah, didn't, I, I didn't remember make, watching that I, documentary, and it was rough. But he's good. He's totally he's sober. He's great. You know, he's great. He does have too much merchandise, but he's a really <laughs> nice man. And and uh, you know, I'm so happy for him. He so Craig Gass, who does uh, a really good impression of Tom, but kind of the uh, kind of the fast talking, coked up Tom. Right. Uh, he, yeah. He we said why since Steve's going to be in the studio, why don't we have you go in the other room and prank call and pretend like you fell off the wagon and you need help from Steve. And, oh my god, this is so uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, you know, <laughs> un- uncomfortable is having a good relationship with Steve-O and looking him right in the eye and him feeling bad for what he thinks is you. And me being a yeah. dick and egging it on, right, yeah. And he's looking at me like disappointed, like, "Why are you doing this to the guy?" Yeah. And, I, and I felt bad, but I was thank God it was. A, I'll let you. I'll let you hear. Uh, it's four minutes long, so we're not going to listen to the whole thing. We'll just listen to a couple of okay. seconds so you get to hear it. Because okay. Tom was also very concerned that Tampa Bay was still insisting that he was trying to get nutmeg and sweet right, and low whenever yes. he can get his hands on here. Here <laughs> we go. Well, that's where it gets funny. Right, go for it. Go. There we go. Oh, there you go. We got Tom on the hotline. Right. When's the last time you saw Tom? Tom, which Tom? Tom Arnold. Uh, yeah. Tom Arnold, it's been, shoot, probably a, a good two or three years. Uh, he, he was supposed to be on at eight. It's only a half hour late. Tom, how are yeah, you I doing? Was, I was late. Too. Yeah, that's <laughs> fine. Yeah, but you obviously are in good shape. Tom? Hey, Mike. What's going on, buddy? How, how you are doing? you doing? Steve-O is in the studio with us. Yeah, what's hey. up, Tom, dude? Hey, hey, Steve. Hey, buddy. How you doing? What's going on? Hey, uh, um, I, are we on the air? Yes, yes, we're on the air. You cool? Everything Okay. No, I, I, I need to talk to Steve. Uh, tell, tell Steve that uh, I just texted him and tell him I need to talk to him uh, off the air. Um, I, I got uh, I couldn't make it. I know you guys want to be there for the phone party. I couldn't do that, um, but uh, I'm kind of I got I, I just need I just need to tell Steve to call me off the air. Uh, you mean Steve-O? Is, is that a good 
what Tom might sound like if he fell off the wagon? Tom? Oh, yeah, yeah I would say. Um, I, I wonder if I would call how far off the wagon I have to be before I called Steve-O. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty far from the wagon. Oh, let me hear a little more. Hello. And uh, so we got, you know, we got that. That's all good. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing Steve. I'm looking forward to seeing Tom. But I just want, I need to talk Steve off the air. And uh, just, uh, but, uh, but yeah, but it, it, I'm really excited to be here. And, uh, and you know, clear, I'll, I'll be in Clearwater tonight. Hey, I'm not performing tonight, but I'll be in Clearwater with Craig. And, uh, but What are you doing tonight? I, you know what? I, I actually, uh, I need to talk to Steve-O off the air. <laughs> Tell him to give me, it's just, I'm, I'm having some Are you problems. having problems? Um, hey, I'll tell you what, man. Tom, Listen to Steve get all sensitive. Um, I wonder if I've got the right number for you. I just want you to text me again. Uh, call me again because, like I said, my number's not changed. So basically, then Steve-O just starts opening his heart oh. up to Tom. Right. And then, uh, and then Craig Gass gets so out of control that he's telling people he needs... Uh, Delauden, De 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 Demerol, and then throws a nutmeg in there, and yeah. Steve doesn't even pick up on that. And then finally, right. finally, we had to break it to him and let him know that it was not, in fact, Tom Arnold. And then, of right. course, then of course, I see Tom, and Tom's like, "Yeah, hey, great prank. I'm not mad or anything, but uh, now people think that I'm wasted. And how do we let everybody know?" And I thought, "Well, don't worry, we'll do it. We'll do a good job." So we got on the air and said it, but it's great to have you calling in today. So everybody knows that you're all right anyway. Well, I mean, I, I feel like if you say nutmeg at a certain point, that if the viewers or the listeners are stupid enough to still think it's, <laughs> you know, it's me. It's, but it's, it's funny. I, poor Steve. He's such a sincere, Steve-O is such a sincere young man, too. And uh, it was a great pick because if you know our history, like there was a time when people said, oh, we're worried about Steve-O and, and uh, would you talk to him or whatever? And then to... It's kind of the perfect prank because it's a kind of full circle. But I'm listening to the voice. It's a little, there's a little helium aspect to it. But I, who knows what it would be like if I went off the wagon? Like the eighties to me. For some reason, yeah. I think knowing that he was going to have to face Stevo after he was done because Tom, because Craig was in the building. Right. I think he got. I think yeah. he was nervous. Real nervous. Yeah. Because yeah, I, you know me, I wanted to push it to the point where. Tom was calling us from a bridge, and he was thinking about jumping. <laughs> yeah. But Steve, finally, Craig is like, "No, we got, we got to end this. This is ridiculous." Anyway, Tom Arnold, oh. funny, sober, and here in Sarasota at McCurdy's this weekend, all weekend long. Yes, yes, I'm here on tonight and tomorrow night. Uh, um, yes, it is so hot here. Yeah, there's air conditioning, so come to the show. What do you do? You travel by yourself? I do, I do. It's a little frightening, but I, you know, and I feel like this. If I'm going to do, like, the last few weeks have been hectic. I was up, you know the Trailer Park Boys? You know yes. that show up yeah. in yeah. Canada? I did, me and Snoop went up there last week and did three episodes of, of the show, which is, is on Netflix, apparently, and I love that show. I'm a huge fan. And so, and then Arnold and I went last week to do the CMT Awards. So, in between the stand, it's been a hectic few weeks. But, you know, I go, you know, by myself, and, uh, uh, you know, when I, when I do stand up and when I, Meet people between the shows. I mean, I, I'm out there, but then I hide. I hide my room in between. Yeah. But I think if you're going to do stand up, you got to be. You got to be out there with the folks, and then, and then when you need to hide, you need to hide. But, Did you uh, ever think when you were in Iowa that there'd be a day that you'd say, "Well, Snoop and I went up to Canada." Yeah, and me and Arnold. No, yeah. no never, never. And uh, it was so funny because it's, uh, you know, it's, it's a show about these guys basically that live in a trailer park and sell weed. It's, Whatever, and it was so perfect for Snoop Dogg. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, when we got there, the the guys that do the show, they're such good guys. I've known them a long time, but they kind of were walking me in a circle when we got to the hotel. Like, 
They didn't want me to see the room. <laughs> they thought that would be a problem. But I said, listen, if just uh, sitting around smoking pot with people was, was my issue, I'd still be doing it. <laughs> you, know, you know, it was... Uh, it was fun. Let me ask you, what's the proper protocol there? Because when I was on the bus with you guys before the uh, Hard Rock show, the girl goes, "Do you do you want to drink?" Mike, 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 yes, Mike, yes. Mike, I hate to see him. Yes, yes, Dad. What? I'm on the phone with Mike Calta. <laughs> yes. Good. Thank you. Bye. My room service on the way up. Oh my gosh, uh, uh, they have no respect for you, Mike. <laughs> that's Rude. right. I'm friendly. Anyway, so Did you order us something? What is the, so I'm on the bus. The I'm on the bus beforehand, and the girl from the Hard Rock says. Can I get you a drink? And I said, yeah, uh, thanks. I'll take a, a Jack and Coke. And then right after I did that, I realized I'm sitting in front of what are two guys who are sober now and Tom Green, who I don't know what his mental state is. Is it proper to order a drink? So I, I asked Evo, I'm like, hey, is it cool? And he goes, yeah, dude, I don't care. I go, yeah, but I don't want Tom Arnold to come back and yell at me and tell me, oh, now I got to oh, have a drink. I don't know. I, You know, Mike, I haven't had a drink since the 80s. And, and if, if, if it was, you know, the first year, I do remember like, avoiding anything but then after that you're like I, I love it when my wife has drinks because she's so much nicer to me yeah. and I love when people <laughs> smoke some pot and I love it you know but the normal people like you they do this they don't they don't disappear for five days it has no you know there's no allure to having some drinks to me I never just had drinks right like I wanted to be wasted yeah like that was so anything fun from it and you know watch the Snoop Dogg smoke pot with those guys those guys are having fun. Yeah. Well, that was never fun, you know. So I love it when people relax and, and uh, you know, I'm still food. If you brought in ten desserts, it might be an issue for me. Right, right. I'm, I'm with you on that one. I'm with them. How, but, but I, uh, how old is the baby? The baby is 26 months, uh, and then we we're having a little a little girl this uh, fall, which we just. Uh, said publicly because you know when you do in vitro you don't say publicly until you're super pregnant right um but yeah that'll be where it's a miracle again and so and then that's it oh you boy your world again. the world changes with a little girl buddy i got a two-year-old now a two-year-old girl i know all. people keep saying that what, what would you say is the one what changes the most you know because people my, my brother-in-law is like oh you know it'll change your life will change like never before i said well when my son was born it changed like never before so i imagine It'll just be a little more of the same. Tell me about. All right, I'll tell you. So one thing about a girl. So everybody tells me uh, before we had my first son, before we had my first child, they said, "You don't know the love that you have for anybody until you have the love of the child." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I get it. It's my kid. I'm going to love it." But then when you have the kid, especially when you're a father and it's a little boy, it is it's unexplainable. He is my son's eight years old now. He's my best buddy. We do everything I want to do. I want to do it. Like I don't want to hang out with my friends anymore. I want to do it with my son now that he's old enough. That's it. So people would right. say to me, when my daughter was born, they would, they would go, because I would always ask my parents just when they were on the air, if they had to save me or my brother, like if we were dying on a boat and they could only save one of us, <laughs> who would they save? And they never want to answer, and I have the forced answer. So they tried to, my mother was on the air, and she tried to turn it on me, and she goes, well, now you're going to have two kids. Which one do you save, your son or your daughter? And I said, are you kidding? I would step on my daughter to save my oh, son. Terrible. Clearly... <laughs> Clear, I would if it meant throwing my daughter in a wood chipper to save my son. I would save my son. But that was when she was. But that was when she was first born. Now she's two and a half years old. She's beautiful. Decided to keep her. Yeah, we're gonna. She yeah. for a year and a half. She used to look like Pete Rose in the eighties with her bowl haircut. <laughs> you barely could tell that she was a girl. And and now right. she's got pigtails. She's beautiful. She talks, and it's a different kind of thing. He's my buddy, and I love him, and I want to do everything with him. 
but she will get anything that she wants from me. There is you you lose all sense of manliness around a daughter and all you want and all the girls you tried to bang over the years and all the efforts you put into getting the attention of women, all you care about now is that daughter getting her she's the only girl you ever want to give your attention to anymore. Wow. I hope that sums I mean, it up for I you. Am, I, that makes sense. Hunter, you know, my son, again, he's on his, you know, he's my biggest fan. I mean, it's crazy to have somebody that always loves you. Like, yeah, when everybody you else is I telling did. you you suck on Twitter, your son will always right. love you. Right, and then the daughter would be the one woman ever who who is my fan again. So, yeah. so it's gonna, I'm sure there'll be a lot of. Uh, I'm sure a lot of things will come up, and I'm, I'm very excited. Now, but now I'm very, it's very obvious why Tom has decided to go back on the road and do comedy now. Certainly doesn't need the money. Right. He's making it, he's been in a hundred and something movies. Uh, he just, right. you get to a point where you're like, hey, I love this kid, but this guy needs to sleep in a bed by himself for a full night and have a full night's sleep and be able to relax a little bit. I get you. I feel you. Time to go on the road. Well, no, no. Sa- you know, you're right. Saturdays are on the road. Are the only time I can sleep is even even though they say, "Oh, my wife says, oh, I'm going to get up with him uh, tomorrow morning." You don't get to sleep. You, you, no. you know when she wakes up and he wakes up, you can hear. You know, so on the road, stand up Saturday. You know, Friday nights you sleep in Saturday. It makes it all worth it. Yeah, the, the night that uh, that I went to see you guys at the Hard Rock, I was most looking forward yeah. to spending the night alone in the hotel room after the show was over. <laughs> Not even didn't even stay so out sad. late. But gambled a little bit, went up to my room and just yeah. spread out. And then, because I like to sleep with the kids, especially on the weekends. But I went and yeah. spread out, kept shut all the lights off, cranked the air down to where penguins couldn't survive. And that's how you that's how you have a good night. Not that you don't love the kids, you but you, you miss it. Yeah. yeah, and then I take a, I take a big towel, put it on my bed, and order a whole bunch of food. Yeah, and then, <laughs> you know I try not to eat the gluten, and then I have that moment like it's it's crazier than any drug thing from the eighties or any secret life. It's just me with my food with that towel in my room. It's 20 degrees, like you said. Yeah. I can watch what I want on TV. Nobody's saying anything. Yeah. It's pretty wonderful. I sometimes sit there, and how long have you been married to this wife? Uh, for five and a half years. It's okay. a record by far. That's good. It's a record, but also getting to the point where you're like, oh, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I often uh, sit there and decide... Like, I don't want to cheat on my wife, and I certainly don't want to leave her, but I wish I could have my own right. apartment somewhere just to go. I lo- like, I oh, really... You guys have a little... Yeah. Yeah, like a clubhouse, but that like an sense. apartment. Right, that makes sense. It's not to cheat. It's just to have your... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> little R&R, a little privacy. I, little, uh, I'd be yeah. happy just going there and watching uh, TV or playing video games for a little while by myself, eating like a pig and leaving my clothes on the floor, and then going back home. Yeah, that sounds perfect. I think it would save, yeah, it would save not marriages. Not a, it's not as nefarious as what we would have done when we were younger, but it makes 100% sense to me. Yeah, boy, I got to tell you, you must have had a hell of a time when you were in L.A. in the height of everything, and then all of a sudden you be- yeah. you become single and you're still partying. That must have been a fun time, man. Well, I quit. You know, when I came to L.A. in 1988, when I moved there, uh, you know, I, I brought whatever madness I had for the Midwest, and I, and I do remember at some point, you know, I was writing, and this great job I was writing on the, on the Roseanne show and I'm making all this money. And, uh, I, you know, I thought, well, this is great. Now I can do, I can party way, way more and I can yeah. buy way more drugs and I can buy, it's cheaper if you buy in bulk, you know, that kind of craziness. And at some point somebody said, oh yeah, you can't do that every day. And I was like, oh, <laughs> well, I'm going to have to keep this a secret. But, you know, and then after, you know, but, but it's, I did it really hard in the eighties. Like I am a fully aware 
of how it would go if I did it again. I, there's no now. Maybe they'll create a new drug for me somewhere down the line. Right. And I go, oh, that I should do. But whatever drugs and alcohol I did, I did them as far as you could do them, and they didn't work anymore. So I have no illusions of that. But I did have fun. Yeah, the fun. See, I don't do any drugs at all. I've smoked pot maybe a dozen yeah. times in my life. But, man, I'm getting to a point in my age at 43 years old where I'm like, if I'm going to do drugs, I need to do them now before my heart can't handle it. Well, here's the thing, too. When it became for me like, oh, at first I was doing drugs with people, and then when I, I, had, I started isolating because people were, like, shocked or scared, and then it becomes very sad. <laughs> yeah, very yeah. sad towards the end. And uh, there's nothing you missed out on. <laughs> no, I don't want to be the guy at the skate. I don't want to be the guy at the skate park getting high with the with the eighteen year old kids. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, that old creep will buy us beer when we're done getting high. <laughs> be that guy. Right. Uh, we're talking to Tom Arnold, the real Tom Arnold. He will be at McCurdy's Comedy yeah. Club in Sarasota this weekend. Uh, great place to see comedy. And Tom, I just saw him do stand up. Two shows uh, at the Hard Rock. I did not know there were two shows that night. I got there and they were like, well, the I first. I did not either. <laughs> they were like, the first show. I'm like, first show? So, but uh, you oh. see Tom, you'll enjoy him doing uh, stand up. And I'll tell you, I'm not going to blow it here on the air, but um, hearing you talk about uh, James Cameron and Arnold Schwarzenegger and you getting the part in that movie was. A great, oh, yeah. a great story. Yeah, you're going to get a lot of stories from Tommy. He's got a lot of things to tell you about, and I, I had never heard that before. So uh, people should look forward to hearing that. Well, thank you, buddy. I really appreciate it. It was fun to work with you. I'd love to do it again, especially since you sold us out. Uh, <laughs> listen, welcome to you. Any anytime, you know, anything you need, we're always here for you. Especially if while you're here, you need nutmeg over the weekend. Contact right. me, and we'll take care of you. I may very well. Happy Father's Day Sunday, too. Hey, same to you, buddy. Good luck with the new baby. And uh, you'll trust me, next time I see you, it'll probably be next year, and you'll be like, you were totally right about the daughter. Once she comes out, you'll realize what's happening. Oh, my gosh, I can't wait. Well, thanks, Mike. I <laughs> appreciate right. it. I love you, buddy. Take Thank it you, easy, Tom. Good talking to you. Bye. There you go. Tom Arnold. Steve and Julie Weintraub here for the Golden Diamond Source. If you're thinking about getting engaged, Golden Diamond Source is your one-stop destination. Shop, compare, and save at the Golden Diamond Source. 3800 Olmerton Road. Or online at goldendiamondsource.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.